Sharknado Note 2. Tara Reid is your star and you immediately hate her from her first scene. Not a good way to go. 90 for Chill, the podcast, proudly presents to you Ali's Accessories Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review. Hurricane David is poised to be the first hurricane. It's a storm. That's what's driven them all up north. I've never seen so many up north so bold. It's barely even raining. It's flooding here. And not the plumbing, the ocean. You need to go home. I'm not going anywhere. Storm's coming and it's coming fast. Just can't sit back and watch this. Tornado's heading towards the airport. We need to destroy it before it gets to them. Watch out! Can't just wait here and wish sharks to rain down on us. throw bombs into the tornadoes. It's too dangerous. Too many of them. We're gonna need a bigger chopper. Claudia, move! It's time to leave Kansas, mate. Sharknado Note 3. If we're here for constant shark action and violence, you have to provide it at every minute. No time for exposition or distraction. Little Hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth, is the handle that I'm trying to get over. If you need to find me on Letterboxd, my member name is CM Darth, and that'll be the extent of me trying to assimilate the cm initials there's just some guy with gets more attention if i am looking for attention i better give you my actual name and that's russ stevens and this week we complete the 94 chill mark l lester trifecta thank you michael dubois for coming on to focus on commando And fortunately, Zoom kind of failed on us, so I really only got half hour of the conversation. But I think what we have is gold, and it's just something I don't know if we could possibly recreate. I mean, aside from Commando, we also talk Dungeons & Dragons. It's appropriate that Sharknado was Ali's trash feature of the week, because Michael is a fan of sheer absurd movies, and you can't help or at least he can't help but relish in the techniques to end up missing the mark by so much. We will get to this uh, conversation and more notes about Sharknado. Otherwise, if you want to be on the podcast, you can hit me up at CatBusRuss on Twitter. That's at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. Or you can send me an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-0-7 at gmail.com if you want to be on the show come up with a theme suggest a director an actor or like we tried tonight a movie as long as we focus on sub 100 minute material i think we are going to have gold i think we had it this week with michael dubois you know what he seemed to enjoy it so i think we have plenty of gold to come especially next week with the return of the poetic critic as she responds to me stalking her letterbox. Hey, she's my sister. I can go and bully her around a little bit, right? 
Hopefully we'll have some music for the podcast finally. Colt Cabana knows how to sell premium beats. I'm just looking for that tune and getting ready to bite down on that license. We're not quite to the Patreon stage yet. You gotta make this big so I can get out of the job to do that. Thanks for just coming along for the ride. You guys are just showing me that I got some kind of worth. And that's reward enough. So I hope I entertain you this week. And thanks for coming back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went through a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Do you think that he's going to give us any problems? You'll do exactly as he's told. Last and wake, you fellas. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you going to tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. If it's a mission no man can survive, he's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. Sharknado Note 5. Hurricane Heist was kind of pointless after all the stupid ideas that you see in that movie have been done in just one Sharknado. On the flip side, though, Hurricane Heist at least has a coherent and story that moves. All right. Well, we are live for the moment uh, this week on 90 for Chill, the podcast. I have Mike uh, Dubois on the line on the other side of the conversation. I put it out there, just a suggestion of uh, tackling commando. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite uh, Schwarzenegger movies, and it's definitely not for the quality. I think uh, it's fair to say. You can't. It, it's an audio thing, so I should probably explain that I was shaking my head, going, "Oh no!" no I, <laughs> see, I don't usually do video, so yeah. yeah. Um, uh. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's directed by Mark L. Lester, who I think I didn't really do a lot of research about him um i think he's kind of from the corman the roger corman school of thought at least i think of uh more recently he's become more of producer role um just putting out content real fast and cheap just get a big name last thing i saw him direct would be uh product from Ali's accessories shop on Etsy's trash feature review uh groupie 
So uh, that's basically, I think, Taryn Manning from Orange is the New Black. Um, Eric Roberts would be the name you'd put on top of the title. <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Groupie is the third to last movie. Uh, second to last was Poseidon Rex. And then the four, or the last one he did was in 2014, Dragons of Camelot. Uh, but he has been the. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was an executive producer on The Gardener in 2020. So you oh. are. I'm just backing up what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you have a title like Poseidon Rex, I can only think that you're White. trying to you're you're trying to get into the. Um, oh shoot! What was the um, the Asylum? I guess is the studio most notorious for the uh, sci-fi channel made for original movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, the people who brought us Sharknado. Yep. Sharknado Note 6, a chainsaw-inspired ode to Dead Alive, a.k.a. Brain Dead, does not save this feature. I was literally just said, thinking about Sharknado, which is funny. Which funny, I, I appreciate, like, bad movies. Because like a lot of them are just really absurd, and that is my that is my jam. Like I I unironically love the room because it is it is like watching a train wreck in slow motion, and it is beautiful. Like just <sighs> just the perfect shining diamond of everything you shouldn't do while making a movie. Like <laughs> no, there's there I I. I did see the room. I figured I should watch that before I go to the disaster artist. Yeah. Um, I would really recommend if you find a deal with riff tracks <laughs> that that would be the way to go. It's just a very difficult title to get a hold of since yeah. I think he's still uh, distributing. Uh, Tommy Wiseau is still re- distributing it himself. Yeah. And I think they're supposed to, I think if I heard right from Paul Shear from how did this get made, He's still got his underwear ads in there. Um, Amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it, it just beats you over the head with how bad it is. Eventually I, you're going to, you're going to submit. I mean, if you, no, if yes. you're, if you're still with it after the first sex scene, which. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, oh God. Do you. Okay, can can I tell you my favorite thing about that movie? All right. They actually cut a scene. And the scene was uh it was a scene in the movie where we find out that Tommy's car can fly and it's a vampire. I'm not making that up. Okay, that <laughs> I mean uh I I I'd take that. I think that would have <laughs> say that that would have saved the movie because, with of course, of course, it would have. That's yeah. why they cut it because they had to do literally everything wrong. Like he mm. he he filmed it simultaneously using digital and like actual right. Like, Analog, I think twenty. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like at the same time, which like you light. The, the scenes completely different depending on what yeah. camera you're using right <laughs> and uh it's just <sighs> oh but i'm i i'm i'm probably not saying anything that wasn't in the disaster artist but right like 
I also haven't seen the disaster artist. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's also the book that it was based on. So yeah. Um, yeah. but I I think the th- beauty about bad movies and mm-hmm. i think sometimes i get caught up in a sci-fi channel mo- original um mm-hmm. frankenfish was a good one oh, okay um like where well being a peorian originally mm-hmm. oh basically snakehead fish you mean asian carp are the bad guys oh no yeah mm, and you okay. get re- yeah and you get just some beautiful like what the hell happened scenes and even the mm-hmm. even the uh, actors or the characters i should say mm-hmm. even respond to whoa that's a little too far for this movie <laughs> but the the beauty of the beauty of absurd films um mm-hmm. good or bad is a lot of it is what do you expect them to do yeah right why but- first they give you an idea like why wouldn't you want to watch this and then second, like, okay, but how? And now you're just, all right, you want to, you, you appreciate the effort. Hence why I have yeah. written, like, I gave up all my indie screenplays I was writing to do a professional wrestling zombie comedy. Oh, wow. And I'm still trying my best to sell it. I just really need to get it out of the, get it out of production hell. Uh, that's main event of the dead. Drop me an email, rustabus07 <laughs> at gmail.com. If you got ideas, so I'm more than willing to send treatments out. So, uh, with that like, said, yeah, actually, I got I because I, I heard you uh, reference this on a previous episode, but uh, okay, so like, is it is the like is because I'm 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 not familiar with how the back end of movies work. I'm I more lean on an, an, uh, analysis and stuff like that. Oh, I'm uh, I've. It was drunken zombie double features that kind mm-hmm. of like okay no but you this, shot this them has, already no or? they haven't been shot okay, I'm still okay, trying to, was... yeah I have a script uh, made the mistake of sending it to Washington for the copyright more or less hoping like maybe it gets leaked and then I can sue somebody <laughs> that's not how things work I mean, um, that's, it kind of is that's how a lot of like there's literally lawyers offices that ho- their whole job is to like patent things and then sue people for breaking those patents like yeah. that's their whole thing so oh, yeah. i i get it I Copy- copyright oh, law is a totally different different thing because it's basically i know there was a movie that trauma distributed called um pro wrestlers versus zombies so um and it's actually got a cast and everything but i'm thinking i'm probably beat them to the punch by you know maybe a couple months so definitely not gonna go and bring up <laughs> litigation for that one that's fair so um which reminds me i still got to try finding the movie monster brawl i think it is where it's like dave foley is a wrestling promoter or something and he's putting frankenstein versus dracula and stuff like that kevin nash a lot of a lot of big names uh from the 90s or in it that is amazing i i, I yeah i i saw it at blockbuster back in the day like do i really want to <laughs> i wasn't that deep into the um just embracing um Mm. uh so bad it's good movies despite being an mst3k person from mm. you know yeah back I in gotcha. the, the back in the original run all 
Yeah, I I am also contractually obligated by myself to mention the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, and, so that and, <laughs> and and I love Jeremy Irons to the the core of my being because a he only did that movie to furnish his castle in Ireland. Yes, I'm aware like, of he's that admitted one. Admitted that one, and then number two, he did what I want literally literally any person who's gonna go ham to do commit to the bit like there is no point where jeremy irons is not on 11 like Mm. every single part of his performance in that movie is the most (laughs) oh i mean there's there's i i only saw it once in theaters i thought that was like the um i don't know it was a rough kind of a rough time i think that was 2000 it feels like 2001 may have been 2000 but uh oh wow sorry but it was a like okay that was just one i knew that was like one how do you do dungeons and dragons now granted i've seen the capcom arcade machine Mm -hmm. it can be done um but all right how are you gonna like really marlon wayans like I, I i don't even think like it had to be just after a scary movie um yeah see now that you mentioned that i didn't like i it didn't click in my brain that that had to have been like within the last 20 years because they had like heavy cgi oh yeah uh i just it was it was definitely late 90s cgi 2000 okay yeah it was 2000 yeah it was Uh, uh, well it would have been late 90s still because yeah well (laughs) Are we really going to recognize the Catholic Church here? <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, but there's there's a lot of things that call for me to revisit it. I love mm-hmm. love myself some Bruce Payne. Bruce Payne, I'm not. Familiar he with was that. pretty much the um, the heavy for mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons, the bald guy. Oh, oh yeah, right. Uh, his Murph. best, yeah, yeah. His best performance, I think, would probably be Passenger Fifty Seven with Res- Wesley Snipes, where he's yeah. a terrorist. Who's, um, I mean, that's that's one to go back and watch. Just does Elizabeth Berkeley before she was Eliz- not not Elizabeth Berkeley. Who was who was Hugh Grant's ex? Liz Hurley, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the showgirls chick, the Austin Powers um okay. woman. Um I mean both of them are women, but yes, you know. yeah. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I was a, I, 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 had, I had I had an English degree, you know, I gotta try the thesaurus be the thesaurus in my own head. I get you. Right. Yep. So uh, um yeah, but uh basically die hard on a plane so yes yeah which was every 90s action movie yep. except for um dungeons and dragons i suppose when we <laughs> to to round that I mean, out it, when you break it down isn't every movie just die hard on a plane like well i know well i mean at least they put through snakes at, in uh <laughs> samuel, L. samuel L. jackson's couldn't get couldn't get bruce willis so not a so they couldn't get that uh die hard with a vengeance sequel yeah. which you know, we'd have to come yeah. up with another Gruber for that one. Um, and another what? I'm sorry, a, another Gruber brother. If you were going to do a sequel oh, yeah, to Die yeah, Hard yeah, for yeah. Vengeance, yeah, you're right. You know, the most famous being Alan Rickman. 
Mm-hmm. But of course, then you have Jeremy Irons. So uh-huh. it would have all, yep. yeah. We all came full circle. Right. Full circle. <laughs> but so thinking about Dungeons and Dragons, though, mm-hmm. I think that brings us back to mm-hmm. Commando in 1985. Now, the only thing I really knew of Mark L. Lester before that was mm-hmm. Class of 1984. Uh, Michael J. Fox. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's definitely in my parameters to tackle in this podcast. And doesn't that I've already done uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo and I ran through Groupie. I don't know if I really need to finally have that episode for the director. Mm. Um, but so I don't really know much about that. I can't basically punks in a school playing up on the uh, entire Orwellian bullshit that we are now dealing with. Uh, But, well, I mean, it's, it's going to, it's it's either, it's either going to be 1984 class of Newcomb high is how we're going to turn out. uh, I'm not familiar with the second one, but. Oh, it's a, it's an old trauma movie. I think they, ended up having three sequels i think but is it like a post-apocalypse i'm judging just no just a just another um movie set in tromaville (laughs) so oh okay uh, i'm not familiar familiar at all all right trauma is so basically roger corman Uh you know came first with all the uh low budget movies and Mm then um Basically, Lloyd Kaufman uh, created his own studio, Troma, to be more exploitive and oh. uh, and uh, even cheaper. Ah. So you have movies like the uh, Toxic Avenger, which I think is mm-hmm. kind of in the zeitgeist. At least it had its own HB, um, Fox Saturday morning cartoon at one point mm-hmm. and a toy line. Uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Uh, surf nazis must die mm-hmm. uh, i've heard i've heard yeah. of that one yeah it like it showed up i think it showed up on a quiz show of like pick out which one of these is fake and everybody mm-hmm. picked that and they're just like no that's nope. a, that's actually no. a movie <laughs> so no not enough not enough not enough surf not uh violence against surf nazis i think is the end great finale but it just yeah drags so uh, I mean, but what... J- James Gunn got his start with Troma mm-hmm. writing yeah. for them. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I was, I, I, I heard the discussion about James Gunn in the previous or one mm-hmm. of the previous episodes. Right. I don't know when this no, it was the last full episode. Not, um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, James Gunn is a very interesting filmmaker. I, we need to go on to commando because i could talk about literally any other movie but commando yeah well and and, uh, and i think that's right i think well, that's no, we the got... most telling thing yeah so um i so want to we... caveat that i do love this movie oh like i do well what i was getting what i was getting at was um okay we're talking about trauma we're talking about the asylum yeah. we're talking oh. dungeons and dragons was kind of the is in the realm of commando really yes it's yes. got way too much money behind it mm-hmm. and you can't take it seriously for a moment nope and yeah. even though it will take itself seriously ah. to a point yeah like, so to there's say. there's there are some 
they try for comedic relief. Like, oh. they try. Well, I think that's part of the charm of Commando is just that, okay, we're trying to make Arnold Schwarzenegger more than just the foreign mm-hmm. barbarian or the machine that doesn't even yep. say 500 words in, in term- the Terminator. Mm. Um, who's had who pretty much couldn't say the more mach- mechanical "I will be back" because of his Austrian accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course James Cameron, another one who came from the Corman stock, mm-hmm. who of course is now the most influential filmmaker. If he would stop and release a movie, yeah, I mean, yep. so I've not seen Avatar, so. That it's it's okay. It mm. dances with wolves with aliens. Dances like, with Smurfs, I think is how South Park yeah. put it. Yeah, yeah. Uh what was what was I gonna bring? Okay, so my my like offhand interpretation of Commando is a couple of aliens came onto Earth and decided that they wanted to make an eighties action movie and they actually they 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 accidentally succeeded at making the most 80s action movie like <laughs> yeah i mean not e- not even uh canon films could come up with something like this yeah, like it uh okay i i want to go in order <laughs> all right of, of the movie so but uh okay but yeah rather than just give my overall right, right away like yeah. we gotta save that we gotta yes yeah <laughs> i mean get people to listen to the end right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean it i mean mean, uh, there's been a lot of podcasts about commando i'm not quite you know i'm not not first to it um the ringer the ringer network has the rewatchables and they did this and i think you know basically they they would probably say the most rewatchable part of the features basically once you have the mall shoot out and then you're stuck you got to finish that you got to finish it through so 100%. it's great that it's it's great that it's only 90 minutes because yes yeah then you're only losing an hour if you come in that late on it um yeah. but you know they miss finer details like you know what the hell is an austrian doing yeah. as a former delta force member and i got the delta force bullshit from the itunes yeah. a description oh no and it, it's really everything is really brief if you it yeah. makes sense it's covered if you pay enough attention basically and that comes from the Alyssa milano you know conversation yeah. at the at the table not about what the hell is in that sandwich but the rock yeah. and roll it when rock and roll came to east germany the communists said it'd be subversive maybe they were right so we know he's east german vaguely yeah um okay so yeah that this and this is true of the whole movie but it's something that i noticed very quickly was this is a 90 minute movie yes. it is the slowest most drawn out 90 minutes i have ever seen like except for the couple of action scenes because a couple of them go on forever mm. oh the but finale of... <laughs> but like but like uh, 
a couple of them are very like you know very satisfyingly quick yes. but it's like it's like dragon ball z the action movie just like just like okay i'm gonna charge up my attack for three seconds mm-hmm. and then uh and then all of the sound effects that they added like they were just not even trying to like be like oh this is a cartoon by oh the way. i had i had a co-worker co-worker just mentioning the editing um oh. mistakes um yeah. primarily in the porsche chase uh but yeah uh i had to rewatch the fight between uh bill duke mm-hmm. um and schwarzenegger to make sure like whoa 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 like I thought he may have fallen through the bed frame the first time I saw it and gotten impaled on the uh, not the bed frame the mm-hmm. um I'm I'm just trying to figure out why Sully was staying in a trashy hotel like motel like that when he's driving a Porsche and he's not afraid to show that he's got money um yeah that but, was all they could afford well they spent it all on the Porsche probably or the yeah. the old sunbeam that schwarzenegger rips a chair out of to sit by radon chong but has no problems driving the vehicle after you know himself okay the the removing the seat was so that way he would be lower in the car and less noticeable i think like that was that's the only thing i could think of yeah like i like i but it's really just to show oh he's a superhuman let's let's yeah not, yeah yeah no he's hercules with like with like green beret training like that's right. like he literally uh, at one point if you have not seen the movie thus far we have already spoiled some stuff oh but if you have not watched it this far why are you listening it's 30 it's 36 years old i mean I, yeah uh but at one point he like personally lifts a phone booth out of the floor yeah. and like flips it over his head and there's like it was like this big metal contraption and there's no way it weighs anything less than 500 pounds and he just put it over his head well just, I like could... getting it out of the getting it out of the bolts that would that, be on the ground that would be the problem i don't see it yeah. i mean well like no that's that's my point is that like he ripped it out of the ground and still had enough stamina to flip flip a 500 pound thing over his head like that's never mind uh, the fact why 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 did you only fire one shot at him i would have i mean unless you don't have a spare clip i would have probably just sprayed and prayed (laughs) yeah pretty much okay but 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 that's the thing like that's the thing this this movie is like the anti John Wick movie. Oh, that's like, perfect. <laughs> it's the complete inverse. Like nobody reloads ever. Nobody runs out of ammo. Well, almost ever. Except right, for say, except for Rainer has to no go sense. and uh, has to go and grab new guns every now yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh and I'm pretty sure the hotel fight scene he only fires five shots. Uh, no, I, I, as I said, I you, rewatched you did it. Count th- I heard six. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I like when I was counting. I think I started counting late. That's probably what it was. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's real sneaky, right? Um, and I, I had to go and rewatch it just to see how Bill Duke mm-hmm. gets impaled. Like, right? As I said I missed that. Too, I thought, actually. yeah, and then like, no, there's really it's only in the lower corner of the right screen. It is mm-hmm. there. 
Mm-hmm. It's established technically. Okay. I mean, check off gun. Yeah. Hell, this is check off direction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I briefly covered it. You're, you you know it's gonna happen. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, my. Okay, I want. I need to talk about this for a minute. Uh, the the secondary antagonist. What was his name? Uh, uh, are we talking Vernon Whale, Wales as the Vernon Wells from Mad Max, or are we talking um, the El Presidente by Dan Hedaya of Clueless okay. fame? And Vernon Wells. Okay, the Freddie Mercury looking guy. I mean, he's got the mustache. I, I, you're yeah. not wrong. Okay. Here's the thing. I This is what I was struggling with. You're not wrong. Well, hey, Queen, you're Queen definitely is... not right. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, Queen, Queen's my favorite band, so I hate yeah, to refer okay. to him as that. But yeah, it's um, actually same here. Yeah. So, so um, it's like, you don't don't insult Freddie Mercury. Right, no, like I, that. This is what. Oh, hold on. Hold on. No, the guy in the he, chain mail. There we yes. go. Okay. Yes. He is what happens if you when you order Freddie Mercury on Wish that's that's what we that's what we're looking at uh i just like i just it's never explained at least as far as i could tell but he's in the tightest leather pants a leather shirt and chain mail and it's never brought up uh i think it's been hypothesized that they saw him as i think it was lord humongous in the road warrior uh-huh uh basically first guy to ever wear a hockey mask oh, um, okay. and basically the entire inspiration for all of 80 late 80s wrestling mm. demolition with the leather bit the mask yeah, yeah. i mean good. there's a the tag team the legion of doom were established as yeah. were established as the road warriors that was literally what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. So uh, Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your ass. So I'm just coming back on to uh, let you know that the conversation. I can't say we're really missing too much. In all honesty, we are missing a lot of complaining about claymores not working the way they're supposed to. So Schwarzenegger goes and lays claymores out, and you see him place it so we know that oh this is dangerous because it says place towards enemy okay that means though for us to read it he's placing it in his direction so if he were to accidentally detonate it he would be shredded or in this case completely annihilated blown up but claymores don't work that way and michael dubois if you need to know anything about uh movies and how inaccurate they are military with military weaponry go and hit that guy up on facebook he will give you all of the answers you know let's close out the last conversation with the actor vernon wells who's still getting work uh, i know he's in the sequel to green street hooligans which is just i don't know i get thrown off when you have aussies and brits just swapping performances Basically, what we were taught—I was getting to—is how the ringer suggested that Vernon Wells was just not in his road warrior leather shape, so he kept the pants, but they needed to cover him up 
to avoid the uh, wretched physique. And hey, I was a wrestler who's pretty much was told by my trainer, no matter how small I got, I was going to need a singlet. So I can relate, Mr. Wells. I can relate. With all that said, I will let you guys go for the night. Thanks for coming back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. Thank you, Stacia Hardin, for being my inspiration to keep on pushing forward. Miss you very much. Sorry I didn't recognize um, on the audio last week of your uh, 17th year after your passing. But, hey, we still miss you down here, and I'm sure you push all of us forward, who, all of those who knew you. So thanks again. I will probably attach another Sharknado note. And otherwise, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know by sending an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at CatBusRuss. That's at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. That's where I prefer to get all my hate. So if you don't like the podcast... Let me know there. Otherwise, help me with the algorithm. Subscribe and give me those five-star reviews. Thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill, the podcast. If you want to be on the show, just come up with a theme, director, actor, or, hey, just one movie like we tried today. And I'll be happy to talk to you, provided that we focus on sub-100-minute work. The Poetic Critic, I can confirm that, will be next week. And we're not going to do any Disney bashing. Or at least not much. Thanks again. You guys keep me going on. Thanks. Sharknado Note 7. It was so bad that the credits are running at, and we need to get to our next program as fast as we can. Speed. Sharknado Note 8. It does have more heart than most features from the asylum, but it is no dead men walking. Can I hear a wahoo?